You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Hi, welcome to the Kush Life podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. We're journeying together through Oklahoma medical marijuana in the back of the Kush dispensary. And we've got Chris and Katie this week. Mm-hmm. Chris, we were really curious. I listened to the episode the other day. You know, we, we asked Katie about Valentine's. Did you get your foot rubs on Valentine's? Is it, I mean, you're always into your foot rub. Me? Boy, that was something I, I wanted for Valentine's Day. Uh, but no. See, I told you you wanted it. <laughs> yeah, I, I even did. got the foot scrub <laughs> and everything. He said, I got the foot scrub and everything. <laughs> I guess yeah. I just blocked that out. <laughs> <laughs> selective selective hearing I guess. Yeah, selective memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right katie what's been going on here at the dispensary well i mean it's just been kind of crazy because the weather's been crazy so it's been up and down Beautiful, but huh? now it's sunny and warm and everyone's getting out and we're having a good time at the dispensary it's pretty it's jamming feels like spring a lot more traffic yeah, everybody's ready for 420. Everyone's ready for spring and uh, events. So 420, you know how we do it here at Cush. Yeah. It's big. Yeah. There's a tent. I've it already gets got full of smoke with our machine. Yeah. And we have how many vendors so far? Are well, lined that's up? what I was going to say. A bunch of vendors already lined up. I think I already have like 20 lined up. Plus we have food and games and yeah, the smoke tent. Th- it's it's going to be year, fun. Right? Yes. Yeah, third this year. W- well, our third 420, yes. Mm-hmm. We just had our second birthday. Yeah. Very exciting. Very exciting. That's what's going on at Kush. Yeah. Birthdays and sun. So and we're, we're early March when we're recording this. And of course, yeah, we're already looking forward to, I mean, I on my other side of what I do, I, I run a sale on 420. And we're oh, about yeah? the only company that runs a sale <laughs> for detailing supplies on 420. Are people <laughs> that are shopping for detail supplies, are they aware that your sales going on for 420 oh yeah because we're they about are? the only ones that put out commercials for 420 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and most everybody that cleans cars all smoke <laughs> yes okay. they, they do it, okay, yes know. they do 420 uh, tires i bet you get a lot of deodorizers huh sharp <laughs> <laughs> and carpet shampooings and stuff like that huh <laughs> i know that my car is a smoker's car as far as being a you know a patient i i smoke all the time in my car you know, when I'm sitting at work, I sit on my brakes, I step outside, you know, I uh, dab in my car. You know, I got to dab the fuck up no matter where I'm at. Right. So I stay that on sounds, the go. Sounds familiar. What is that, Katie? It's Blazing Chad. <laughs> hey! <laughs> hey, what it do, everybody? That's right, y'all. It's 918 Blazing Chad, and I am on the Kush Dispensary podcast, you all. So with that being said, you all, you know what you're supposed to do. <laughs> And if you ain't doing it, well, (laughs) let me tell you something. I'll give you that little bit of motivation that you need, and that is always make sure that you go to your happy place, (laughs) and you always make sure that you're jamming out while you... What do they do, Chris? I'm just waiting for the drop. (laughs) I know. Waiting for the drop. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like, I got to activate the party mode, and then I... That's the fuck up. Woo! (laughs) Hello. But... Anyways, I hope you all dabs the fuck up. I have been enjoying the nice little dabs on the go, <coughs> little hash wizard that we've been doing here. I picked it up at Cush a couple weeks ago, and I've really been enjoying it. Yeah. <coughs> it's definitely a more 
available thing on the market right now. And it's, it's really, it's nice to be able to take solventless dabs on the go. Yeah, very much. What do you like to do? Do you, what's your favorite to go to? As far as dab, I mean, if you're gonna dab the fuck up, I mean, what is it? <laughs> well, I mean, dabs the fuck up has a lot of meanings. Okay. To be honest with you, a lot of people don't know this. So, I lo- please tell. I love so, to know so, what's so, the meanings. You know, I'll I'll share a little insight. Thank you. So, what a lot of people, I mean, I kind of try to share it with a lot of people. So, dabs the fuck up means a lot of different things. So, you know, everybody has their own little ticks and their own disorders and all that. So Dabs the Fuck Up is one of my outlets, so whenever I feel excited or I'm excited about something or because I'm like a little kid inside, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, my disorders, I've learned how to manage my disorders through the cannabis industry and through and through that. I've had a lot of bumps in the road, but at the same time, Dabs the Fuck Up became a thing for me. So when I feel like screaming and I'm excited, Dabs the Fuck Up is what I scream. But at the same time, Dabs the Fuck Up is the most positive thing in the world for me. Because dabs the fuck up can mean anything. If a unicorn was on this earth and it could fly and shoot out rainbows out its butt, that's exactly what dabs the fuck up means. Anything positive that's possible and anything's possible that you put your mind to. So that's why I say dabs the fuck up about almost, almost about everything. You know, because dabs the fuck up to me is supposed to be enlightening. It's supposed to be about being your best ability, you know, trying to hit every goal. You know what I mean? It's that extra motivation when nobody's there to help you. It's that motivation to kind of when you to get you down in your grit and just a man. I need a fat dab to get in the zone so that I can do what I got to do and get my grind on. It's like to hype you up for life. Pretty much. I like that. I like it when you uh, also go to the uh, restaurants and the yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that you ask yes. the workers <laughs> make me laugh. When I asked them if they. Dabs the fuck up and fuck around to find out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is like, my what? favorite. Yes, it's my favorite thing to do. And I do it so randomly on purpose because I don't want people to get used to it. Because when people start getting used to it, they're going to expect me to show up and Say just that. ask them. And I don't want people to expect me. I want to make them always on their toes. Because at the end of the day, when you're on your toes, you don't know what to expect. I'm either going to be there or I'm not. And all you know is you're excited because I could be there to ask you the question. You know, and if that's you who gets to answer it, oh man, oh man! I if bet you I know what the return is, uh, it's a fat dab. If you say yes, uh, I don't care where you're at. All right, <laughs> All right but Chad, we want to get to know you briefly, right? Give us an elevator pitch. I mean, who are you? Where are you from? Where'd you grow up? All that. All right, so a little bit about me. I am from Broken Arrow. I oh, was yeah. born. Tiger? Yeah, I'm Rawr. a tiger. Believe it or not. Um. So, a little bit about me, I am, you know, I have three brothers, um, I played sports, I played baseball, football, oh, growing yeah. up, What'd you, you know, uh, as far as positions, yeah. so baseball, I was a catcher, uh, third baseman, center field, right you field, left field, BA? yeah, I played for BA, and I played for competitive teams, like multiple competitive teams. I've oh. been to the Little League World Series like six times. Oh, that's cool. How how old are you? I'm forty. Oh hell yeah! And people don't I know people don't know that. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, I really. At the end of the day, I act like I'm freaking in my twenties because I still dabs the fuck up and I activate that party mode like no other. Yeah, I would have thought young thirties. So did you play fuck growing up? Find out. Yeah, that's right. You already. <laughs> uh, I grew you up. You already know. Playing bear. Yeah, uh, bear I, league. Yeah. Who who'd you play with on uh, bear Blue league? Jays. 
I, I don't remember. Yeah, yeah. So I was the Rangers. Okay. So I was a Ranger yeah. in uh, the McSpadden Rangers. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. yeah so man. we played out at Indian Springs. Yep. Well, that's when I was the Rangers, and I was also a pirate the very first year I played. Okay. Which when I was five. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, that, that's. I mean, I played. I played all the way till I was like twenty. Yeah. We uh, we we know that there was a guy. Uh, what was it? I always forget his name. Uh, Brad Penny? N- no, but y- yep. I, I, play, so I hit I against play, Brad Penny. I, I played against Brad Penny. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Ben, and Ben Bowie, and uh, there's another one that made it big. No, the basketball player, and he was a football player at the time that we would have played against each uh, other at Webster. He used to work with you, I think. Uh, he he was early on the episodes a long time ago. Tall guy? I have no idea. Oh, okay. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, either. but so we would have played against each other, and there's a chance. And I'm sure you. I'm sure you played me, bro. We might have somewhere. And I'm sure I hit a home run on your team. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro, I was a home run hitter. Yeah. Yeah, I was the cleanup. You know what I'm saying? Cool. I batted fourth, fifth. You know. <laughs> I batted. You know that's that competitive talk. You know I what I'm batted saying? Late in the lineup, and I usually played left out. <laughs> That's you're, funny. You're pretty good. You're pretty yeah, good. yeah. Sometimes, that was that was good. Sometimes stuff. I made it to right bench. It was good. I was the water boy towards the end. <laughs> you know, say they had me as the DH, <laughs> but I, I sat right next to the cooler drinking it. It was good. <laughs> I would have quit. <laughs> All right, so we want to learn a little bit about you uh, on your cannabis journey too. Yes, yes. A couple questions. How old were you when you smoked your first time? What did you smoke out of? And if you know what you smoked. Uh, like strain or whatever, we like to know that. But oh, okay. Yeah, how old were you, and what did you smoke out of? I was twelve years old, and I made a pipe out of a pop can. Yep, I did too. My first time pop can. Yep, well, mine was a bush light can. Mine was actually. Budweiser. Yep. Oh, mine was a Budweiser. I wonder if anyone's first time is smoking out of a can now. Right? I you know what? That. I wonder that too. Your, your generation is just like OGs. Do you even think they know how to make a pop can or well, a can pipe? Yeah, maybe their parents don't even buy soda cans. Right? Mind blown. <laughs> You're good. But you know, there is that one guy on the internet, on the, on Instagram, that literally shows you how to smoke um, out of anything and everything. I mean, food to, I'm talking the plunger to i mean oh a noodle my, to good. anything possible that's what we used he, to have to do back then i mean at the end of the day you could smoke out of a you know a socket yep. uh, you know what i'm saying i used to do that too mm-hmm. that's like a pinch hitter pretty much depending on how deep the socket was was <laughs> how much the pinch was mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying so you get like a uh, the old foil pipes yeah the old foil the old foil pipes the <laughs> the old f- yeah man it's just oh gosh so like i said i, I was 12 <laughs> And then, as long as you have it foil, was, it was just, and back then. I we just called it commercial weed because it was all stimmy and steedy, no Mexican weed, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And then G thirteen government. It, it's that weed. it's that stuff that made your eyes bloodshot. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking like it looked like you just got hammered, <laughs> drunk, and like ran a marathon. But I. Uh, so what's the? I know you, you you mentioned it's kind of a movement for you. The dabs yes. the fuck up. It's an yes. encouragement. It's a. But how did it come about? So, a lot of people don't know. I mean, if they if they do know, um, from watching me and listening to me. So I have a lot of disorders. So I'm severely ADHD. So I have a really hard time paying attention. So, 
like I have our time sitting still and I don't stay focused too long because I really have a short attention span. So for me, when I, I get I get medicated, I start getting really focused. The more medicated I get, the more zoned in I get. So the more the more hyped I get, the more excited I get, the louder my dabs the fuck up gets for me. You know, then it I forgot what we were talking about. I'm high. Just about dabs the fuck yeah, up and how it became moment? about. Yeah, was there a moment where yeah, you Yeah, so started, okay, so like, when I hit yeah, so when I hit my lowest my kind of my rebuild mode in in as far as like i've 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 transformed myself multiple times since i've started as far as social media platforms and the way i'm doing things as far as my movement is what i believe in and what i stand for it has been the same since i entered since i entered this world i stand for pretty much uh you know medicine i'm i have a lot of disorders so my disorders are tics and so i didn't used to be able to be able to manage them so i used to run on the streets and so you know i did drugs i did hardcore drugs i did stupid shit that i should do because i couldn't handle it nor manage it and people always wanted to tell me to change and go to the doctors and shove medicine down my throat so when it became legal here it became my movement to dabs the fuck up party but at the same time educate everybody and show them what quality medicine can do and dabs the fuck up is the most vibe thing in the world because when you say dabs the fuck up people take it serious and they look because at the end of the day it's dabs the fuck up you know what i'm saying <laughs> so you were self-medicating with the wrong medicine previous pretty and much. then yes pretty much and the the cannabis I, came about yes um, i mean i've always done both but i did the other one a whole lot more than cannabis right because back right. then that stuff the mexican brickweed wasn't that great so it didn't really ugh. I always feel like from an outsider looking in that Chad's message is pretty much a community hype man for cannabis he's trying to bring people positivity but he's also trying to bring people together and trying to help the community and that's his sole purpose I mean he's the one trying to do Christmas drives trying to bring toys to kids trying to help families that are being affected negatively by cannabis he's trying to get the cannabis to community to open their eyes see these people and help these people and that's his message we help everybody i love everybody it doesn't matter the bad it doesn't matter if you're bad or not at the end of the day everybody deserves to be happy i don't care if you're a snake i don't care if you want to do people wrong you deserve happiness too because if you had the love and the happiness that you deserve you wouldn't do that at the end of the day, we live in a dark world, you know, where we have all these beautiful stars. But, man, they just need that one extra little glitch, that one extra little bright star to shine that bright light on all of them so they can brighten up. And then we have a bright sky and we have a better world. So at the end of the day, it starts with one person and, and, and it goes to the next. And so at the end of the day, our community is the first place. If our community isn't doing and thriving, then we're never going to thrive. And we can't grow as a brand, as a, as a dispensary, as any business owners. Because if people ain't growing, they ain't spending. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. There's plenty of everything in the world for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, you got to see what your priorities are. My priorities are patience, family, you know doing the right thing and at the end of the day i want to see everybody win because i've been left out i get judged on a daily basis i get how I do get, you get judged so all right I, I got perfect example i mean i posted about just the other day about taco bueno 
So, for instance. Oh, what's your favorite at Bueno? I love the Muchaco. That's my yeah, absolute favorite. Yeah. <laughs> Muchaco is nah, the way man. to go. Mucho what's your favorite? Mucho Nacho, bro. Mucho Nacho? Yeah, I said, don't go to the one in Broken Arrow. All right, so <laughs> Bueno or Bill? Uh, no, not Bell no more. They got rid of all the good stuff. Bell? I know, but which one? Yeah, is and it they're for trying to make you order or online, which is stupid. I draw a line on neither one. I'll never go to and support either, either one. one. Okay, why? What happened? Why? Because Taco Bell got rid of all the good stuff, and Bueno wants to argue instead of do the right thing when you pay for your your food, and they want to serve you the wrong thing, and then argue when you tell them it's not the right thing. So I don't support anybody that has. That, that's about stomping on their consumers or individuals to gain. Why did Bueno go out? There was quite a few multiple stores that vacated yeah. over the past year. Yeah, or so. obviously COVID has hit them hard. I don't know if they just didn't have good management going in and yeah. it just like fell apart. And obviously Boy. now they're struggling because they didn't used to no, act no, like that. They used that. to be really good. Yeah. So obviously something's up. 35th yeah. and Sheridan, that one over in that part. That to me it's was not the Bueno best. anymore. Yeah, it's not Bueno anymore. I know. I ate that one. It wasn't that bad. Oh, right across the street from Sheridan Lanes. Yeah, they're mm. Muchaco. They were Always oh. give it a little extra fry to it. Uh, man, he said so a little extra. Anymore. Oof. <laughs> he said, oh, man, a little extra fry, guys. You go, what? Hey, I got a question for everybody. Okay. Do you all have a fuck up? Of course. I, I think do. so. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So I got a question. Are you all ready for a, a, a nice big cannabis cup coming up soon? Are you talking about the Afro Man Cannabis Cup? I sure am. I think so. You know, when we, is that? That is July the 15th, 16th, and 17th. All right. So we're still a few months away. A few yeah. months away. We can get prepared. Yes. And now, are you going to be there? Yes, I am. What man. are you going to be doing? Oh, man. I'm going to be Dabs the Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> but I'll shake your hand if you come up to me and tell me Dabs the Fuck up. You know what I'm saying? Like, And you might even get a Dabs the Fuck up back. All right. <laughs> so what are you going to... I mean, are you going to be there doing... Uh, me? Just doing you? Yeah. Okay. What? Well, I thought you said you were going to be supporting and kind of sponsoring all the people that enter the cup, right? Who? You. Me? Yeah, isn't Doing that? what? Oh, you mean my podcast? Yeah. Our podcast that's going to be coming out soon? Yes, where we help promote the brands that become sponsors and the vendors as well. Yes, 100%. We're going to have... At the Cannabis Cup? Uh, no, it is going to be, I believe, recorded at Studio 30. Okay, but it'll be the vendors? Yes, and- it'll be the all... Yes, 100%. Okay. It'll be anybody that is, a t- that is a vendor or a sponsor from the Cannabis Cup. So basically what we will do is with, with the podcast, because there's two of them. Uh, there's my side, and then we have a music side where... Uh, King Size, if y'all don't know who that is. That's, I do. Okay, he's he's the other partner on that one. Nice. And so he's going to handle the music side, I believe. And so, the, oh, shoot. I'm baked, y'all. We're so supposed to get music sometime here. That's we're who suppo- sent me the information. We're, su- we're King supposed size to get some music. Cup. Music yeah, here so on the saying, podcast? Yeah, so remember? Saying, okay, then you got yeah. it. Oh, I was no. It was foot massages. Oh, my. We're going back to that still? Foot massages, and he was going to send files of local artists that we were going to start putting out. Mm-hmm. Man, no one knows about that yet. It's still top secret. <laughs> top secret, y'all. If you want that info, you got to have top clearance, and I don't think you all have that top clearance. <laughs> so, no. what's your podcast going to be about? Just the the. the oh man, I'll cup? tell you right now. Woo-hoo! Don't don't even expect it to be normal. 
<laughs> All right. So what's we'll it going to be called? We'll be guest number five. I don't know. No, you'll be guest number one. You don't have a name yet. Oh, top secret. Oh, well, people could start following. No, you and don't have it. a page no. yet. They okay. want to follow something. Nine Way Blazer Chad three point oh. Okay. Okay. Nine Way Blazer Chad Kush Dispensary Kush Dispensary Podcast Kush Lounge. If you want to follow anything, <laughs> those are up and Hash Kings, and of course my main man. That's right. Afro Man Cannabis. Yeah, so you brought one of his pre-rolls? I sure did. I brought... What is it? It's the Chiefer Reefers Pocket Rockets. And so this one is called Flavor Champs, you all. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're a numbers person, which I'm not a numbers person, I'm a nose person. So if you're a numbers person, the THC level is a 20.51. The Terps are a one point. Five. And the flavor is Flavor Champs, like I said. And on our pre-rolls, we don't use shake. Okay. We use the lowers and the actual flour and then grind it up and then we stuff our pre-rolls so that it's actual bud. You know what I'm saying? Instead small of buds yeah, and small, Yes, instead of not and just instead of shake and tasting like shake flavor. Yeah. It actually mm-hmm. is the quality of the flour versus their profit. It's a more common thing now, right? Like I think early as everything started launching, it was kind of the other way. But it seems yes, like now changing a whole lot. Most of your pre rolls are saying that that's where they're at. Yeah, and a lot of people are infusing pre rolls and mm-hmm. using better quality. So yeah, pre rolls aren't the horrible purchase that or risky purchase that they were in the beginning. I guess. Yes, in the beginning it was dangerous. Oh my. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, well, and we didn't know as patients, we didn't know, at least I didn't, let me say that from my side, I didn't know which was what. Right. Sometimes I would, it would just be halfway gone and I'd be like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> or you put, you, you pull it out, you go put it in the light and it goes, uh, and it goes limp. Uh, you know, that, mm-hmm. I had many like that and that would make me mad. Or, you know what I'm saying? Because you go and, excuse me, you go and, <laughs> buy you a pre-roll and you're thinking man i need this yeah and you open it up and that thing goes limp and man all of a sudden your your anxiety mood goes into bad mood and now you're po because now you got crap because mm-hmm. you got to take a pre-roll you just paid for and unroll it and stuff it and then it's short and you just got you know what i mean they and in my opinion well, and when it first started that's how it was now it's so much better and i feel like a lot of people buy pre-rolls because they're not buying like cones and papers they're not rolling at home like probably people aren't prepared for that <laughs> some people aren't prepared for it, to yeah. break open their pre-roll and restuff it well yeah it Craig. takes quite a bit like, to try and shake it down well, and get no, it yeah you might puncture might puncture the sidewall yep. and then yeah. you're then you're you're you know your blunt i mean your pre-roll doesn't burn right no more it's now it's running and, and oh, now your medicine's get, i know oh, right i hate running <laughs> yeah. mm. all right so let's go have a little smoke I'm ready for smokes, yes. Yeah, let's All try right. one of these pre-rolls. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Kush Life. Hey, guys. Let me tell you about our new happy hour. We are dropping a concentrate happy hour every evening, 7 to 10. Oh, my gosh. Concentrates are going to be 20% off. All carts, all concentrates, all syringes come in 20% off, 7 to 10.
Alright, we're back. I think we're all enjoying a nice uh, nice smoke, right? Mm-hmm. How you feeling, Oh, yeah. Feeling good. Where do you feeling feel good. it? Um, in my head. Yeah, I'm heady. Yeah, in yeah. my head. We're all talkative. Talkative. Not anymore. I'm talkative <laughs> all the time. Feel it right in my left tit. Teat. Did he say the right of his left teat? Chad, it's been really interesting getting to know you, man. Yeah, I'm pretty interesting. Yeah. You're a cool guy. I wouldn't go as far as saying I'm a cool guy, but I would go as far as saying I'm a badass motherfucking dude who likes to dab the fuck up. <laughs> you scared Katie just now. She <laughs> jumped. She scares me every time. <laughs> 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 That's why I do it so random. Because at the end of the day, now her adrenaline's pumping. <laughs> Twi- Twiggy it. stopped her. Wherever she was there. I stopped her straying tracks. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. All right, so we had some GMO. Yeah, we did. We had some... Uh, where, where do you normally like to go? Do you normally like to go the Indica side? I smoke mainly mid-side. Indicas. Yeah? I don't smoke... I try not to smoke Sativas at all. Why? Because they make me feel jittery, like... You've got uh, enough energy already. Yeah, I'm, high, I'm a high-strung person. I'm the, There's two type of people in the world. There are people like me. I'm ready for anything and everything, and I got energy going in my veins 24-7, so I fall asleep loud, I wake up loud. Yeah. yeah. And then there are people who are, you know, calm and quiet, and they go to sleep quiet, and they wake up quiet. That's me. <laughs> me, when the sun goes down, I'm ready to just, He's He's up. Know. I'm yeah. usually internally that way. Yeah, I'm all loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm You're loud hair. quiet or loud? No, I'm internally loud. My mind doesn't stop. Mm, yeah, I feel that, brother. Yeah. Never does but, my mind stop. But I was just raised in such a way that I never got to, I never expressed myself. Yeah. It always stays there's no There's no late time to start. No, no, no. It's what we're doing here. You know what I'm saying? Express yourself, Mark. You express. <laughs> yeah, we're telling you. Express we're telling you and everybody in the world just express yourself, and you better dabs a fuck. And I've gotten multiple <laughs> compliments recently about you. Everyone's like, "I really like Marshall. Hi. I listen to your podcast. I like Marshall. Go team! Yeah, Heck so yes. we have two listeners now. Yeah, yeah we have a couple. Yes, <laughs> plus Chad. That makes three. Woo woo! I'm 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 flexing you all. I got the strong arms, just so you know, because you're woo. What inside of you though wants to be so expressive? Is there something that's been in your past? Is no, it- God made me this way. Okay. I was born screaming, and I never stopped. That's what I swear. I swear, is what my mother said. She said, I, I came out screaming, and then they said I never slept, so they had to drive me around in the car. I'd fall asleep. When they stopped driving, I'd wake up, oh my gosh, and I'd stay I up all die. night. She you said, were one of those She babies. said, I, <laughs> I, I bounced off the walls. Like it's, I'm, I have no attention span, literally. like Cannabis helps to a point, but at the end of the day, even right now, if you all can see, I'm all over the place. I, I love it. And I, I, Chad's just genuine. This is who he is. Yeah, this is just me. I'm real. I'm as real as it gets. I have no Chad, filter. will you climb down off the ceiling, please? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, though, ADD was not... Um, ADHD. I understand. A- ADD back in the day was not looked on as uh, the same way as ADHD is today. Correct. What was it like growing up? 
when hell explain it um imagine your darkest fear mine was always i was in a corner and a big ball was going to come Okay. So just imagine what you would feel like if you took about a million different other kinds of hardcore medicines and all the different side effects and all the mood swings and all the. That's why it was like hell. And I was people, I was, it messed with my life. It messed with my, all my triggers, all my disorders. I mean, it made me a zombie. It made me crazy. It made me. What made you crazy? All farm. the different pharmaceutical medications they oh, had. Oh, okay. Like, so back, because yeah, back then. They didn't uh, understand it back then. They straight told my parents when I, gra- when I, when they told my mom when I was born that I would never graduate, that I would be lucky to even make it past ninth grade because they have never seen somebody as is ADHD is me and then my mom and my grandparents god rest their soul I miss them but they they used to testify <laughs> my grandma used to tell me stories about how wild it was i mean i was pretty <laughs> wild as i am today i mean if you can think it i'll do it type mentality that's me <laughs> Like can we still play? <laughs> can we still play this game? You know what I'm saying? Like me and my brother, me and my brother were like, I think we were like, you know, f- young as all could be. We're on the my grandparents' porch with catching uh, windshield wipers on fire. I burnt my brother. <laughs> I burnt my day. I burnt. I scarred my brother for life. He had all right. So I had it's a good, that sound I, of burning rubber that goes. Yep. Pew, he had scars all over. He had scars all over. Were you a pyro growing up? Nope. Ah, uh, so I had a good my buddy brother was, named though. Raj that he, we both were a bit crazy uh, mentally, and uh, he was he was a massive pyro, and I enjoyed it too. Like uh. we would blow stuff, we would chase. He had a he had a Ford Ranger on an S10, and even in high school, we would run through the neighborhoods with uh, Roman candles, and people would be in the back of our trucks, and some would be in the cabs. And we go through the neighborhood shooting each other with Roman candles. Okay, so yeah, I was wild like that. So I, we had uh, Roman candle fights, and then not only that, I mean, I mean, I don't like really normal, but I don't then. really want to get into too oh, much I detail know, how right? <laughs> how wild I was. But just imagine, I was pretty wild like I am now. I was just as wild back then, just a younger version. So I like I like times to drag, five. Yeah, I drag now. I times drag five. Raced, I drag raced. <laughs> <laughs> I got in, I got into fights. Did you ever I went take to the parties. Jump? Did you ever did anybody ever take the jump uh where all right, we're at Hooters is at sixty first and Memorial. There's the shopping center, um and you go back to it used to be the health club, but now it's the like kids jump place. Yeah. Just to the north in that parking lot there used to be a big ramp. And many of us would go there and take jumps off of it. Did you guys ever do that? No, but I'll tell you a place I did do that at. Where? So in Broken Arrow back in the day. We're talking bicycles here. No, no, no. Cars oh, here. I was in my car. car. I had a Bronco too, and we got all four wheels I was in off. A, I was in a 70 Le Mans Pontiac. I was doing about 90. And I was on, what road is that? That is 129th and 91st. So where the intersection meets, there used to be a, a hump. <laughs> I went through there doing 90, me and my homie. And my car said, wow. And it, when it came down, <laughs> it hit so hard. It threw sparks and stuff. It was good times. <laughs> and then Sounds we went, like and then there'd be times that we, where we went to, to, to Tulsa Tech, we're by the Arkansas River, so where all the sand dunes are, where the neighbors are, who neighborhoods are. We used to go, instead of go to school, we'd go to school for three hours. Instead of going to Votech, because it was boring. Talking about behind we were, Chandler. 
Uh, I don't know. I was on the on the sandy beaches, and we, we would go mudding yeah. and 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 do them in, in a two wheel drive box Nissan. Oh, <laughs> that fool would take that everywhere. Believe it or not, he he wouldn't get stuck. But then I was in a Bronco two, one of the old square ones. That's what I had. Yeah, river. it was lifted. Yeah, on the sand. Yeah, that was like sink, sinking sand, quicksand. Yeah, over it was there. awesome until his transmission screwed up and he, yeah. had, ter- he had he had to take his gear shifter and gears out right there while we're sitting there. I'm like, what the hell, bro? But we he fixed it and we were back out on it. <laughs> I did all. We used to go mudding because there used to be a place where we'd go mudding. I mean, we had monster trucks. I mean, there was a time we took that monster truck in the middle of the night. You know, somebody helped us, you know, helped us take that sucker back there. And we went off-roading, and we got it stuck. <laughs> we got it stuck. There That's what one. happens. If you don't get stuck, you're not yeah, having did fun. Yeah, did you guys get... You know what I'm saying? And this thing was like yeah, a monster truck. I mean, it was like this stuck tall, in the and it was, it was <laughs> wheels the deep stuck, stuck. All right, so yeah. was this in the same place, but just, what, years later? Yeah. No, yeah, he well, was out. He's out that way. Ninety first and no. Where did you go? The, by Keystone. Was, so where yeah, no. So that Bigsby area. Oh yeah, yeah, that's where yeah. That's where we were too. Where the quicksand. I tried to is. cross. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. tried to cross the river. It's real iffy over there. Yeah, <laughs> in that jeep. Don't try it. <laughs> Heck yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We did it but, in a Nissan old box square, like an '80s Nissan truck with mm-hmm. wide rims. <laughs> uh, we did it in uh, my S10. Two wheel drive, all lowered, because I'm a I'm a lowrider kind of guy. I like lowriders. I got an air ride truck that nobody knows about that they will one day. But uh-huh. last well, time we were to over this there, podcast, yeah, they're gonna know now. Last time we were over there, they're building stuff and yes. they're gonna make it to where you can't get down there. Anymore. Yes, they've already made it to you can't hardly get down there anywhere from those points because all my but access points that we used to go to quicksand. <laughs> yes, all the access points all the way down there, pretty much down the side where the dooms were and all that stuff on the river. It's kind of hard to get to them now because they're blocking them off and building house neighborhoods. And mm-hmm. It looked like they were putting in sewer lines and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so, so, so it is going to be houses over there. Looks like it. Well, it's already big over there now. And that side, because I remember when that side was hardly any any houses at all, all the way down. Um, what is that? A uh, hundred and yeah, you didn't used to go past eighty first. Yeah, eighty first no. was the was the Walmart. Yep, and you never went past there. Well, that was also yeah nineteen eighty four. You know, <laughs> man, I remember when these houses was fields. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh yeah, all yeah. that was feels no doubt. Matter of fact, I remember where there's a house is now a whole big neighborhood that I went Dukes of Hazard and on a bridge, fell asleep and jumped to creek bed, <laughs> <laughs> woke up to the front of the car stuck in the ground. <laughs> we got it out because I, I worked nights and I went to school and I played sports full time. So I fell asleep coming home from taking care of my pig. And I was work, and I had the radio blaring, and I fell asleep. And next thing I know, I woke up, and I was like this, <laughs> you know, nose face down, kind of like you'd see on like Smoking the Band of Joe Dirt type shit. Yeah, hmm. that's me all the way. <laughs> and it was ninety first, not eighty first. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. But there used to be that Walmart in there. You really didn't go past there. Well, unless you were going to Bigsby. 
Yeah, who the hell would they? I mean, uh, yeah. That's how yeah, my parents would go to Bixby sometimes. That's yeah, back when it, it was to, fun. It used to be all none but back roads. Oh, uh, especially around uh, the that park. What's the that? Creek, uh, Candy Creek. What is that park over somewhere there? somewhere uh, we'd go eat out in Bixby. Between, Freddy's? Uh, was it Freddy's? And, and then, on the way to Bixby. Yeah, and Hickey you'd have Creek? to go out there is to get that, your yeah, pumpkin. Creek, and then there's People a, went out to Bixby. Come on. Yep, yep, yep. People lived out there, too. All that stuff used to be nothing but fields. No, now it's all big old houses, and the Devotech made itself huge. I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like Devotech. But yeah, oh. pumpkins. Yeah, that was the reason yeah, why you would go to pumpkins, watermelons. Yes, all the things. And I'm pretty sure it was Freddy's, wasn't it? I don't remember. We never went. The only the only reasons we went to Bixby's back in the '80s was to go get your pumpkin, or I had a cousin that. They had some land out there, and we'd go ride horses. Yes. When you say Bigsby, are you talking about that pumpkin patch that's out there? Mm-hmm. That huge one or whatever? Yeah. Where but like it used to be like, it just seemed go. like forever. Like, we would try <laughs> yeah. forever. And we were in that big old conversion van, like one of those big, uh, massive ones that yeah. had the big, like... Well, yeah, with the the bed, the back seat folded down into mm-hmm. a bed. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that that's that '90s lifestyle. We had several of those growing up. Those were the best road trip vehicles. Yeah. Oh yeah, they were the best. Ours yeah. had TVs and VCRs. <laughs> my road trip was going to Stillwater. That's where my grandparents lived, okay. and we had that little TV with the little rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I remember. You don't see that now. Now it's they're now super nice. Oh yeah, mm. imagine a conversion van now. All right. Top of the line now. Back ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, back mm. then, you know, they were they were not. Yeah, back uh, then they were super. They yeah, were nice but, for what they were. But now they don't have. Uh, the crazy thing is, is now a lot of the cars now because of all the sh- the chip shortages, they're going away with some of the fobs and different things. And now for a sixty thousand dollar truck, you got to put it in and turn the key. A and key stuff. again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they went back to regular old keys. <laughs> How it's trends go. It's crazy. Right now, now those cars are going to be a little little more excess to get keys made. You know what I'm saying? Now you lose a key, it's not $300. It's back to going to Walmart. <laughs> Buying ignition. Yo. All right, so talk to me about your uh, your hair here because I, I'm i a big admirer of it. Once a year, I mine come back out. <laughs> Heck yeah, so my hair. How'd you come up with the colors? Why, why do you... I'm a stoner, so at the same time, also, I'm a patient. I like cannabis, so sometimes I be just picking colors just because I like super bright stuff. I want to be noticed, so I just pick whatever colors are super bright. Sometimes colors have meanings. Like, if I do pink, sometimes it's because it's to honor the women that I love in my life. Like my mom, my grandma, you know what I mean? My daughters. Sometimes if, like, for instance, I did my hair one 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 month, uh, one time... I did, uh, you know, like a whole lot of colors because I had a friend that she finally came out to being from straight to being, you know, lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to show her mad support. She's not even in this state. You know, mm-hmm. she's in Massachusetts, you know what I'm saying? But she's on Instagram and stuff. And I wanted to I wanted to show my support. So I told her that I was going to do certain colors in my hair to honor her and show my mad support for her journey and her, you know what I mean, and having support for her. And so... So depending on if I feel like honoring somebody or how I feel, I'm I'm a kind of a sit by. I'm a kind of everything flies by the my seat of my pants for me. I'm not a. I don't really. I plan, but I don't plan because if I plan, it doesn't happen. So I plan to 
for the unthinkable, but if the thinkable happens, I like it. It works out. Yeah, I like it. it. But you kind of feel like you're a guy that's on a mission there, right? I am a guy who's on a mission. He's not thinking about it. It's done. No, it's no thinking about it. I am on a mission, and I've already been starting, trying to start the movement, and been starting the movement. What's the mission? To dabs the fuck up. (laughs) Find the fuck out. Hang on, why don't you ask me again? Ask me what time it is. Somebody, what time is it? (laughs) What time is it? Dabs the fuck up! You know what I'm saying? My mission is to spread the positivity to everybody in this world. And to show up, and to show everybody that I love them, and that we all are loved, and that we all deserve to be happy. And the only way to do that is to come together. And if you're legal, if you're not, whatever it may be, cannabis does that. And so for me, it's about living, living, and experiencing. And through cannabis, you can do that. Because it brings you to people that you would have never met before. Because it brings you to all different cultures and types of people. So, at the end of the day, my message is to bring us all together just to have a good time. You said legal or not, sir. I just, I got to ask this question because we just had a guest on that was having an issue with legalities or not. You know, all the black market that's come about. So, Oh, man. how do you say, you know, legal or not? You know, what's, So what's what I mean by legal or not is when we were smoking when we were younger, my bad, I didn't mean to word it wrong. <laughs> I support only legal smokers of the medic, <laughs> of medical in this state. Now, in the other states that are, that are, that are, that are rec and, and, and medical, that's different. I, we can go to those, but as far as breaking any laws, I don't support that. But as okay, far as cool. that, I didn't. If they need the medicine, they need the medicine. That's right. And at the end of the day, there are ways for them to get the medicine no matter what. You know, they've made it pretty easy with the recommendations and all the and all that. So it's pretty easy to go just get your card and your medical card. You know what I'm saying? So You're I don't pro card. Yeah, so. I'm pro card one hundred percent. I'm pro card. I'm not for breaking any laws ever. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But I am for having a good time and dab is the fuck up. Thanks for clarifying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's just me trying to clarify and I'm baked, so I'm just rambling. No, no, it's good. Marshall, where can we find you on Instagram? Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Kush Life Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, All right, Chad. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. It's been a good time. Uh, well, where do people find you on social? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me start off with this. I truly appreciate Kush Dispensary and Kush Live. Dis- I mean, Kush Dispensary podcast for having me on. And if you want to find me on Instagram, you can locate me at nine way blazing Chad three nine way blazing Chad one point five. Okay, yeah. So it's the three because you're. You've so, been. yes, my two main counts are to where I can't really post. They just keep getting better. Yeah. They keep getting better. Yeah. The, so the other two are like like past, past, past events, different times in my life. So they're different chapters. So the 3.0 is the chapter you're seeing now, and that's me. <laughs> Instagram decides when that chapter ends. Yo, they, they I don't get that. I don't get, I don't get that choice. You know what I'm saying? So I just got to keep adding. So if they make it to where 3.0 can't work, you hey, better get ready for. Better get ready for 4.0 because I'm telling you, 4.0. Because <laughs> each number goes up. Each uh, energy go, goes up. Do you ever just go fuck you, Instagram? I go 3.5 and beat you to it. Yeah, I tell, I tell them all the time. I tell them, fuck you, Instagram. 
I'm going to Paul. I'm going. I'm going to Spotify. <laughs> uh, and then then I get mad at myself and I say, you know what? I need another Instagram. So it's time for 3.0. <laughs> so that's how 3.0 started. <laughs> because 1.5, all of a sudden, I couldn't post on it. So I was deterred. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to make another one. But I was like, you know what? They can't stop me. <laughs> so I was like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna up my antes. I'm gonna get more wild and more energy. And the more they delete me, the more energy I get, and the louder I'm gonna get. Because at the end of the day, they're not gonna stop me spreading the positivity to everybody I love, and that's all of everybody in the world. That's beautiful, man. That's beautiful. All right, Chris, Katie, where do people find Chris? You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Kush Dispo Tulsa and Kush Dispo Tulsa underscore. And then you can find us right here at 1711 East Skelly Drive from 10 to 10, seven days a week. All right. All right, Chad, man. Thanks so much, brother. It's been great to get to know you. And uh, Good times. Good yeah, times. Definitely love the vibes and love everything that you're doing, man. I truly appreciate that, guys. Thank you for your support. Thank you to everybody who supports me and everybody dabs the fuck up. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life. Kush life.